You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello and welcome back. Today we're going to be addressing an important topic and it's very current and relevant to what's going on right now because right now we're in February and the lockdown measures, depending on where you are in the world, you know, they've been added and then taken away and changed and, and they're, they seem to be constantly changing and moving. So it's been difficult for people who are parents, especially to find a rhythm because as you know, as parents, kids really thrive when there's predictability and schedule and routine and Throughout all of this, uh, that has obviously been a challenge. So how during this time that is so challenging globally, how do we carve out time for our relationship when we are just processing so much ourselves as individuals and we're taking care of the needs of our children most of us doing it on our own because of the measures that are in place. These are valid concerns and they are happening to all of us. So that's what today's episode is going to be all about. And as you know, I'm all about giving you small, simple things that you can do that will have a big impact. So that's what we're going to discuss today. And I'm going to give you three simple things that you can do and start implementing today that will have you feeling in deeper connection with each other, even during the challenges of the lockdown, however that is affecting you at this moment in time, depending on where you are in the world. So number one, it's super obvious and very simple, but sleep is the foundation of everything. So if you are able to get good sleep right now. If you have children that are sleeping through the night, amazing. And also get yourselves to sleep at a good time. Okay. I cannot emphasize enough how important this is because sleep allows you to process things that are challenging, which is happening right now. And it also gives you the support of being able to regulate your emotions when you have good sleep. When you have good sleep, it means that you have more energy if you want to work out, you have more clarity in your mind. So it benefits all of you, brain and body and heart. If you have small children, of course, you're not sleeping through the night and that is a challenging reality. So what's happening in the world right now is going to feel more difficult when you are sleep deprived. So for those of you who have infants and small children, this is harder for you for many reasons. Okay. You're not getting that foundation of sleep that is so necessary to be well and to be equipped with all of the challenges of life, especially those that we're facing right now. So I want you to know I see you, and yes, it is harder for you. You're not just imagining it, okay? You're not imagining it. It is more challenging to get through difficult times when you don't have that foundation of sleep. So how can you help each other with that foundation of sleep when you have little ones and you don't have the support of an outside community that you would normally have, taking turns during the night or one night on, one night off. I just heard a beautiful suggestion from one of my Sandbox members was every other night, 
One of them, right now they sleep in separate rooms and one of them will sleep with the baby monitor and then while the other one gets to have a full night of sleep uninterrupted. So that's one small way of ensuring and helping each other with sleep or maybe letting, if one of you is up during the night, making sure that the other one can have a solid nap during the day. There's so many different ways that you can help each other. And I can't emphasize this enough. Sleep is the foundation of everything. So I encourage you, have this conversation, explore it together. Of course, sleep is a really personal thing to each family. Maybe you're co-sleeping, maybe you're not. There's so many different things and factors to consider. So have this conversation and figure it out together. It's equally important for both of you to have good sleep, okay? And helping each other with that is an act of love and it is showing, it's showing each other that, yeah, I care about you. Your sleep is the foundation of everything and I want to be a part of making that as good as possible for you, okay? Especially during this lockdown. Remember, when you have sleep, it helps you to have clarity of your mind, more strength in your body, and you can nourish yourself in all of those ways when you have the good sleep. So, Get on board with that together, okay? Number two, this is an opportunity for you to be empowered as a couple during challenging times. And number two is assess what's happening and adjust. Assess and then adjust. What I mean by that is assess the situation. Things are moving and evolving all the time and you need to reassess regularly. So these are regular conversations for you to have as a couple. Set it in your schedule to have conversations minimum two to three times a week to check in. How are we? How are the kids responding to this? There's new measures in place right now. So how can we adjust in a way that's going to be better or what's working right now and that we want to continue or what's not working right now that we don't have this support or now that we do get to meet in groups of 10. I don't know. There's all, all, everything's changing all the time, honestly, right? So assess and adjust accordingly. Some examples of this could be school, for example. If your children are now doing online school, give yourself permission to really ask. As a couple, you guys are the head of your family. And when you are okay, your kids are going to be okay. All right. So if school is working for you as a family, then great. That's awesome. But if you're noticing that, you know what, maybe five hours in front of the computer is not feeling okay for one of our kids or both of our kids or all of our kids, then how can you tweak it? How can you adjust it in a way that is going to be better for you and better for the whole needs of the family? I think this is really important, especially when it comes to school and online school. I know for myself, I am a people pleaser, a recovering people pleaser, I like to say. But when our eldest daughter started school, I noticed even she was in kindergarten, but I wanted to please her teacher. Okay. I wanted to please her teacher. She wasn't worried about it, but I had this pre-programmed experience of as a kid, I wanted to please my teachers. And so then I stepped into this role as a, as a parent. And you know, that first year of school, I noticed that, wow, all of my own stuff is coming up here. I want to please my child's teacher. And so I encourage you, are you going through the motions of an online school because these are the rules that have been told to you? Or are you going through them because it's really working for your family and for your children? Honestly, this is your time to assess and adjust because maybe, maybe it is working. 
If it's not working, what are ways that you can tweak it that are going to feel better for you and better for your whole family? Maybe it's that you set a boundary on. Maybe it's, maybe we do one hour a day, or maybe we don't do the live calls and we just do the worksheets that are sent out, right? Like what is going to be best for you and for your whole family? Okay. Assess and adjust. Another thing I like that you could consider for assessing and readjusting can be your work schedule. Like even myself, I keep changing it because we keep checking in about this, but what's been working for us is I make sure I carve out my afternoon. So after lunch, I take the kids out because right now my partner is the primary caregiver doing homeschool while I am with clients and working full time. So I will see my clients in the morning and then I will take a break and make sure that I take myself and our kids outside. And then my partner gets to have a little break from, from the kids. And then I get to have time with them and get all of us outside, which is a gift. And then when we come back, he's recharged. I'm also recharged and I'm able to see my evening clients. So what does your work schedule look like? And assess that and adjust accordingly. What is working for you? What is not working for you, right? Another small thing that you could assess is your home space, your actual home space. What are your needs now that all of you are home together 24-7? I'm sure you've done this already. Like I know some people have offices in the basement and that's working, but even for the kids, do they have their own school zone area? Do they need that? Do they have that in, in their room or is that in a main area at your kitchen table? And maybe that's okay for you. Maybe it's not, right? These are the little things that you can look at and explore together as a couple. This is how you love each other during lockdown is that you get on board as a team. This feels really good when you are working through a challenge together. That's what I mean by assess and adjust. It's not just one of you dictating this. That's not what this is about. This is about you working through it together. I've said it before. I'll say it again. But remember, the challenges in your life are your greatest opportunity for growth and deeper connection as a couple. This is definitely a challenging time. And as you work through it together, you are deepening your connection. You are building resiliency as a couple. You're teaching each other that, oh my gosh, we are going through something hard and we can go through hard things and be stronger on the other side. So keep assessing and adjusting and communicating through the process because it's always changing, isn't it? Number three, this is something that's really small, but so significant is doing something thoughtful for your partner. I know you're taking care of a lot of needs right now and you don't have extra energy. So it's about the small things, right? Set it in your calendar once a week, do something for your partner that is, that you know that they love and just do it because it doesn't have to be an anniversary or a birthday or a special date, but you showing your partner with something really, really small and significant that like, I see you and I love you. These, especially during these times, those moments, those little things are so impactful. So I'm going to give you some examples of small, thoughtful things that you could do during this time that are really simple. If you have little itty bitty kids, you can get them to draw a picture and you can write the words to them, like to your partner, like, we love you. Thanks for all you do. Like something I'm talking so, so little, right? But it's that you're orchestrating it, right? Like you're getting the kids to draw or do a footprint or whatever it is, but you're writing the words of we, we appreciate you. Thanks for, thanks for all you do. Or I love you, whatever it is, you'll find the right words. If you are going to the grocery store, maybe pick up some flowers just because 
just because you want to say I love you. Or when you're at the grocery store, pick out their favorite fancy cheese and make a little, a little date night and have, have your cheese. Like I'm talking about the smallest little things that have such a big impact, right? Your thoughtfulness, you know, your partner, you know, the things that they love and they appreciate and find those things and try and challenge yourself to do one small thing for them each week especially right now when we are in a lockdown. We're not having fancy dinners and getting out of our houses. So we need to make the magic at home. And you can do that. There's so many small things that you can do. Maybe you put on their favorite song and or maybe you put on your favorite song or you put on your wedding song and have a dance party. Maybe you draw them a bath. The little things really, really have an impact. All right, you guys, three small ways to show love during lockdown. Okay, I'm going to give you a quick summary of those again. So number one is help each other get awesome sleep. Number two, assess the situation as it changes and then adjust accordingly. Keep having those conversations regularly, two to three times a week. They don't even have to be long, five minutes, 10 minutes. It doesn't take a lot of time, but they make a big difference. And number three, challenge each other to show love in action with something thoughtful once a week. All right, you guys, thanks for hanging out today. I see you and I know that this is a challenging time, but I also just want to reassure you that as you continue to work through this together, you are building those resiliency muscles and you are going to come through this on the other side more deeply connected as a couple. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys. Until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.